At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Good evening once again. This is WOMMLP operating our Burlington Vermont. It's 105.9 The Radiator. We're live on the radio this evening. It is made possible by the BCA Community Fund. RETN is our media partner and Egan Media is recording the show. And also a big shout out to Tank Recording Studios, who's recording this whole thing. Uh, I'll be back on in a second to interview you guys, but I'm going to let you play some tunes first. Could everyone please give a very warm welcome to Swale?
Swale, guys. Thank you guys so much for playing this evening. Let's start off with some introductions. Who we got here? Anyone feel free to start. We, we've got Eric Olsen playing guitar and singing. Jeremy Frederick playing drums and singing. Amanda Gustafson playing keyboards and singing. And I'm Tyler Bowles. I play bass and sing a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so you guys have uh, you guys have been going since 2002, uh, and you started off as a, a band for a house burlesque show. Uh, how did you evolve into what you are now, 16 years and three full albums later? Well, we've always been really interested in songwriting. We started playing with a, a theater group, a burlesque group, because they wanted original music. So we were we were writing music for them, and we had all been playing in bands where we were writing original music. So it was a natural uh, movement from that to just writing music that we could play as a three-piece originally, and then um, Tyler joined us as a four-piece. Uh, so yeah, you kind of touched on my next question there. Uh, so Swale originally started out as a trio, as you mentioned. Uh, how did you become a quartet, and how did that shape the sound of the band itself? We were waiting for the right guy. <laughs> That guy. Uh, how did it shape it? Yeah. Um, it freed up my left hand. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of low end going on. Yeah. So prior to that, you were just basically putting all the bass notes down on the, uh, on the keyboard. Yeah, and it, it was an interesting process as Tyler. I mean, part of the reason it's been so great to work with him is I knew that when we were practicing together that it was going to be a good fit because we could talk really openly about what I needed to let go with this hand and what he was going to take over. And, and, and he really did free up me to play a lot of different things. So it's been a real gift for me as a piano player to be able to use more of the keyboard and not have to hold down the bottom end. Is it noticeable in your early albums that you were a bit more constricted? And in, so your later albums, you've got a little bit more room to let go. Yeah, and I think the recording style changed too because in the earlier albums we would we would have to multi-track more with laying down bass and and the later albums with Tyler we can play as a quartet and really I I think our strength as a band is that we can improvise really well together and uh, we are we practice a lot and we're we value listening to each other a lot and so that lends itself to songwriting as well. Um. So you immediately started writing your current album, which came out last year, I believe, um, just after you finished your, uh, the, the album before that. Uh, does that pattern hold true for the next album? Uh, have you already been writing and taking, is it taking shape as we speak? I mean, we're always writing. So there are, uh, yeah, there are songs coming. Um, I think the last time we might have had an agenda to like write an album, we're just still writing songs. And there's plenty of songs that didn't get on the last album right. that, you know, there's only space for four sides, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, keep, a, it's a long album. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. They're keeping it free and easy until you've got something a bit more concrete in place. Um, Amanda and Eric, uh, you two are married. Um, what? You must get asked this quite a lot, and I know you do because I've read the previous interviews, uh, but what are the, some of the advantages and disadvantages of playing the same, in the same band as your partner? I feel like you should ask the other guys I know, in the band. Ask these two. <laughs> the disadvantages of being in the band with us. Guys? I don't know, I guess... You do practice at our house, just remember that. Yeah, no, you guys are great. You guys make it easy. 
for sure. It's <laughs> yeah. a good answer. I've, I've been in way less functional bands than Swale with exactly. people who weren't married. Every band has its egos and its personalities, and this one is so easy compared to some other folks I played with. And, and you two have got... Uh, he's in. <laughs> he's staying, he's staying. Uh, you two have got two kids, correct. Uh, any plans of getting them in the band? You know, maybe uh, sampling them on the next they're record? They're on the, on the first song on the record. Oh, real? Oh, there we go. Yeah, they're pretty proud of that. They have three, four syllables, three words. <laughs> uh, so they're pretty psyched. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Uh, you guys have been playing in Vermont for well, almost two decades, 16 years. What makes this place unique in terms of the music scene? And has that changed since your inception in 2002? You mean Burlington? Yeah, Burlington, Vermont in general. Well, we, you know, we've never lived anywhere else. So, um, but I think from talking, to, talking yeah. to other bands that come here, I, it, there's a, a lot of nice venues like this one, Arts Riot. Thanks for having us tonight. Woo! And I think this is a town where people really love music. And so when we want to, I don't know, I think I've just always felt like there's going to be some people, maybe not a lot, maybe a lot, you know, depending on what we're doing. But this is a place where people appreciate music and maybe it's the long winters. Um, but I do think that there's a, a committed um, core of club owners who they, they know that that makes the culture of this town. And so we're really lucky, I think, to have places that value. I mean, it's, it's not interesting to talk about, but it is true. There's places that value good sound systems and nice stages, and they invest in mics and things like that that make it, you know, like a nice town to you can play around in. And um, so I think that's contributed to us continuing to play. I have noticed that a lot talking to Burlington bands is that the scene is uh, vibrant because of its incestuous nature. Everyone seems to want to play with each other. And <laughs> apologize. Incest is vibrant. <laughs> it's vibrant. Um, but kind of touching uh, on the answer you just gave me, uh, you mentioned the long winters in Burlington. Has the environment here, the, like the geographical environment, shaped the songs that you write? Like they're slow and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. And then summer comes, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, probably. I, I don't know. I think, I think people's nature is what it is. And I like, if we were in Miami, would we write different music? No, I think less people would come see us play. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, I think what I was trying to touch upon is, is kind of like the more raw, raw beauty of the place, you know, the, the, the mountains, the lakes, is that if you've got kind of a nature kind of feel to the, the songs that you write. I don't know. I, I think that that's. Uh, I think that's kind of the nature of uh, maybe an artistic sensibility, in a certain to a certain extent to to value your environment and what's around you. And and this happens to be our environment. I don't think it makes you more or less inclined to to do anything. That's just my opinion. I I feel like you want a different answer, Tom. No, it's, it's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 love the answer you gave me. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of your latest album. Uh, you put it on vinyl, which is uh, incredibly beautiful. The, the actual record itself is beautiful, deep red. If you guys do get a chance to have a look, it's, uh, it's gorgeous. In fact, it's over on the merch table over there. Um, in this digital age, why do you think that's necessary these days to, to put something on, on an actual physical record? Well, I don't think it's necessary, but 
I, I love records, right? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love a record, right? Who? Maybe nobody, but I love <laughs> records. I feel like, you know, you have your own record and you, you, you know, it's like making the, the kind of meal you'd want to get in a restaurant or something. You know, you do your thing the way you want it. It's like tangible, you can hold Everyone's, it. Everyone's, it's yeah, on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's everywhere, but. I also feel like we're never going to sell a million records, right? Like, that's fine, so why not? You know, like, I, I don't own a restaurant. I don't serve, you know, 150 plates a night. But if someone comes over to my house for dinner, I'm going to, like, lay it out. And I feel that way about our music. Like, we're never going to sell a million records, but we might sell a thousand, and they should be beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good answer, yeah. Fair play. Uh, so I asked this question to uh, Jay Bengoy as well, and so I feel it's only fair as they used you, your band as the, uh, their answer for the best bands band of Vermont. Um, who do you feel is the best bands band of Vermont? And uh, in that kind of uh, uh, leading to the next question, who are you most looking forward to seeing at Waking Windows, where you're playing this year? Well, obviously Jay Bengoy. <laughs> Which, you know what? Like, I, I, I knew that question was going to come up, and I was like, I'm going to say Jay, and then you guys said swell, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I'll still say it. <laughs> no, but Two. what a great band. Right? Yeah. You guys were great. So it was great. awesome. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. No. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's so much good music at Wagon Windows. It'd be hard. But like local bands playing there, you know, Callum Rose and, and Julie Caesar and, and Clever and Gestalt we played with the other night. And these guys are playing there. And I am going to say Paper Castles. Paper Castles. Paper Castles. Every, time I, yeah. every time I see that band... They blow me away mm-hmm. in a new way. They're incredible. Yeah, the new album's coming out. Yeah, they're amazing, so... Yeah, I actually had the pleasure of interviewing them the last time around on, uh, on the Arts Riot stage, and absolute pleasure to talk to. And as you said, fantastic, fantastic band. So very much looking forward to seeing them again. Yeah. Um, just uh, So in terms of your music, uh, you described as a label-less genre. Uh, I, I saw, like, broadly rock, but listening to you tonight, there's no real fixed compass when it comes to the style of your music. Uh, do you think this is due to all four of you singing and, and therefore taking your own different styles to a song, or you just got a very eclectic taste collectively in, in the music that you want to perform? I mean, we just, we just write songs. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, they come out and then... I, I feel like they're cohesive, mm-hmm. but they're not like one type, I guess. I don't know. I hear the similarities. Yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, uh, your last album, you've got a song called Wooden Heart. Uh, so that was written in collaboration between you two. And uh, I was wondering if you have any more plans to write collaborative songs. And um, is, do the band, does the band collectively write songs, or is it more of an individual kind of uh, uh, you know, a- action? Go ahead, Tyler. Yes. We do it all together. We, everybody comes up with, well, I haven't actually brought any song ideas to the band yet but waiting um (laughs) eric and amanda bring a lot and jeremy brings a bunch too and and they'll bring something to a rehearsal it'll be pieces it'll be sketches or ideas and we you know we spend weeks or months fleshing it out and we'll play it out once and then we'll change it and then we'll go into the studio with it and record it and we'll change it there and we'll add to it or take away and some songs we'll we'll have like one thing that we'll record and then it'll turn into a song in the studio. It's, it's all, it's 
collaborative yeah. by nature from start to finish. Oh, wonderful. 100%, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'm going to uh, take up any more of your time. Uh, I'd like to listen to a few more songs. So I'm going to leave it with you guys. Thank you so much for being here this evening. Once again, Swale, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> I hear music in the PA, no? Uh, this is an Arthur Russell song, um, who actually passed away 26 years ago today, so. Thank mm -hmm. you.